Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, a strong and powerful Alex Jalekian. Alex, are you ready to do this? Let's do it, buddy. Excellent. Let's do this. Alex is a CEP. He is the founder and CEO of Lake Avenue Financial, and he is the host of Views from the Lake. I'm excited to have you on. Alex, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Hey, George. Thanks for having me on. Uh, part of my, part of the reason why I've become a financial advisor and have been doing this for over 20 years is, a, is, is an interesting story. I actually was studying to become an accountant when I was in college. And luckily enough, I got a chance to clerk at an accounting firm and work with one, one of these great accountants. And he, him and I had this love affair for stocks and investments. And we would sit there and actually look at the Wall Street Journal back in the day where you would look to see what the prices were of the stocks, you know? <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Uh, and we would talk about the investments. And he's like, you know, you know a lot about this stuff. Uh, you should probably look into that instead of uh, the accounting world. And I didn't really think much of it. I continued on in college. But as time went on, I realized I didn't really want to work for anyone. I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit and wanted to start my own business. I was 21 at the time. I was still in school. And I figured, you know what? What's the worst case scenario? I don't have any kids. I don't have a mortgage. I don't have any major payments or things. I'll take a chance and, and start in the financial industry. I was already working with a bunch of my friends and family members and helping them out with investments. So I might as well get paid for it, right? Yeah. And uh, I went down that path and I got licensed in the industry. And uh, 20 years later, here, here we are. Uh, so it's it's been an amazing ride and uh, our business has been growing by leaps and bounds we've uh done a number of good things and and i could attest that to the fact that we're always trying to do right by the client and make sure that we take care of them well and that's definitely served you well so i appreciate that and congratulations on over 20 years that's uh, no small feat either yeah yeah most businesses <laughs> as you know uh you know don't last more than a year or two and I was prepared for that but I was young and and I figured uh, you know worst case scenario I'll go back home and live with mom and dad if it, things don't work out well there you go so you've seen the industry change quite a bit in the past 20 years you've probably seen obviously technology has changed and and helped our business enormous in amount um, just just to get your perspective on that have have the challenges that people been facing are, are are those still pretty similar, or are how 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 do you perceive that? Yeah, I think the the challenges are very similar from what they were back in '97 when I got started. The only caveat to that I would say is the fact that people are starting to realize that they're living longer, George. And you know, right now, um, uh, the younger uh, individual, let's say in their 20s or 30s. They might never retire. Uh, they might actually be working for a long time or they have to figure out when they do retire, let's say at the age of 65 or so, they might need that money to last for another 30, 40, 50 years possibly, right. depending on longevity. As uh, healthcare gets better and, 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 and our industry and the world changes, people are just living longer and longer. Um, so it's important 
that they plan for that. And it's, it's very hard. And that's one of the reasons why we instill in our younger clients that it's never too late. You got to get started and, and start in saving. But going back to um, the fact that over the years, over these last 20 years, a lot of the stuff that we hear in the markets and things that are going on, it's just noise. Ultimately, right. the clients still have the same goals that they want to do, whether it be help their kids get to college uh, and or buy a house or save up for a specific major goal or whether it be retirement planning. All those things are similar. Now, the, the difference is there's a lot of tools and technologies that are available for the clients as well as advisors. And the other major thing that I would say, uh, which could be good or bad, uh, depending on the way you look at it, information. There's a lot of information out there, especially with the internet. It could be a little bit of information overload. I'll give you an example, right? So 20 years ago or 30 years ago, the let's say, quote unquote, stockbroker of the time, they were the person that had all the information, the financials, they knew what was going on with the companies, the news. The, the, the client out there really relied on their advisor or broker to give them that info and, and guide them on far, as far as investments were concerned. Now we fast forward 20, 30 years later, the clients have as much information, sometimes even more information than the advisors do as far as investments are concerned. And that could be a good thing in one way because the clients could be educated and understand, but dangerous in another where they might make decisions that they don't really understand, uh, you know, similar to like a WebMD, right? If you talk to a doctor, the doctor is going to say the biggest problem that they see is clients come into their office and they've already self-diagnosed themselves. Right. <laughs> so we, we start to see a little bit more of that where we'll we'll start working with a client or or a prospective client and they'll come in and they say, oh, I've already done the research. Or, I know this is what I want to do. And so, sometimes they're right. Sometimes they're wrong. And then now when they're wrong, you have to try to explain it to them. And and there's a little bit of a, a hurdle there. I think that that's really interesting, right? Is you talked about getting started back twenty some years ago, and actually looking in the newspaper for the price of stocks to where we are right. today, where information on anything you could possibly imagine up to the absolute second is is at our fingertips, literally. So it certainly is right. different. <laughs> right, right, right. You could just pull up an app and see what your investments are doing, and if there was any major news on it, or make a change, or trade a stock in a you know click of a button. All that stuff has changed the world that we're currently in for good, uh, you know, for the better, I think, because it's also helped the consumer being able to do things at a much lower cost mm -hmm. and uh, and also have access to that information. You just have to be careful of what you do with that information. Yes, yes. And be cognizant of the fact that our brains are not necessarily working in our favor a lot of the time and be aware of those biases. So, Correct. It's, it's interesting going through the financial planning process. There's so many different stages of it from just engaging an advisor to to actually doing the, the discovery and having the conversation about your goals to mm -hmm. then the implementation. And some of the things we've been talking about are really an educated consumer who, who probably is very interested in being engaged. But for a lot of other folks who maybe haven't necessarily thought about this stuff and they know that it's important, but they haven't gotten around to that yet, what do you see as, as some of the challenges to them? Is it just getting started? Is it opening up and having conversations about money? What are some of the most important or rather challenging things? Well, 
one of the taglines that we have here at Lake Avenue Financial is working with a financial advisor shouldn't be an intimidating challenge. And I found that most people unfortunately get intimidated to ever talk to an advisor uh, and figure out that eh, I'll just I'll do it on my own or I'll, I'll uh, you know, maybe I'll just search some stuff online. Uh, well, that's one of my biggest pet peeves in this industry. And a lot of advisors unfortunately use this intimidation factor in a way to have clients not question their judgment right hmm. uh, they, they want to be able to make the recommendations and they feel like hey I, I don't want I want the client to still kind of feel intimidated by us and we're we're totally different this is a way for us to have, uh, embrace you with open arms and we we want clients to come in feel comfortable ask any questions figure the things out we want to be very transparent in the way that we work with our clients the way that we charge them the amount of times we're going to meet with them uh, you know the way we get compensated and so forth all of that stuff needs to be transparent and unfortunately the fact that it isn't for many firms that gives a challenge to the clients or a prospective client where they say, you know what, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna delay this, or I'll do it another time, and that's what I think is a big hurdle for a lot of uh, these individuals, unfortunately. Yeah, I think that that makes a lot of sense. I think that. And, uh, sorry, George. Go ahead. No, I, I think that everything you've been talking about that that there's there's added complexity to sort of make it seem like the advisor knows something that maybe you don't, and. And the intimidation factor, just being intimidated and even an advisor not wanting to question them. So I think that there's a lot of truth there. Yeah, think about it. I don't know if you're working with an advisor yourself, but just the fact of walking into an advisor's office and how is the setup? You know, is it inviting? Is it not? Uh, are they sitting across a desk from you or are they sitting on the same side of the table as you? Uh, all of these types of things are uh, subliminal to an extent, but it, 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 it can scare someone. I mean, if it wasn't for the fact that you had to go to a dentist or doctor, some people would say, oh, I just hate going. You know, I don't want to be sitting there or feel like I'm getting examined. And that's kind of how, unfortunately, a lot of clients feel when they walk into the door and they're meeting, meeting with their advisor. They feel like they're getting judged. They feel like they're getting examined and questioned their decisions over the years. You want them to feel comfortable and want to be able to have that dialogue with you. And after that, uh, from the 20 years or 30 years of experience that you have, be able to explain to them, hey, there's better ways of doing this. You, these are your options. These are the pros and cons of each uh, option. And that way, they're going to feel at ease and know that they're in the right place and, and you feel comfortable working with you. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Nobody wants to feel like they're being judged. And I think that the reality is that you know, financial advisor is a person and they've probably had some money struggles at some point. So I think True. if you True. can do the opposite, not, in fact, let, 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 let somebody know that, Hey, and, and, and be vulnerable. We've, we've, we've all made mistakes. So everything that I'm going to talk to you about, it's, you know, it's not, not because I'm perfect at it. It's just that, that I've, I've learned and, and I've gotten past it. So. Right. And that's what I share with the clients is that, hey, you can learn from my mistakes because I made all of them and mm -hmm. you don't need to do that. Got it. I like it. So technology has um, financial technology, fintech 
has made so many different advances, certainly in the world of investing with robo-advisors and indexing, and, and the costs have been driven down like crazy, and mm. and now even financial planning is uh, is, is is really benefiting from, uh, from technology. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, this is one of the reasons why years ago we launched our system called Wealth Compass. Uh, Wealth Compass has been an amazing technology for us, and, you know, it helps – uh, helps a client fully understand their financial situation and organize their personal data into a consolidated view. And this technology provides our clients with the comprehensive financial planning tools that help them reach their goals. Uh, on, on Wealth Compass, they could basically view all their accounts up to date, store all their important documents, create alerts for them to remind them of important tasks, uh, track all their uh, you know financial goals, collaborate with the advisor, uh, and then as well as many other features and the tools and technology, I want people to understand they're great out there. Uh, and, and there's a lot of them. You have to be careful of what you use because a lot of the, uh, tools that are out there that are quote unquote free, there's nothing free out there. Let's just be honest with it. <laughs> so they're, they're selling your data they're, uh, whether they're utilizing it to, uh, for advertising purposes, you know, uh, I won't pick on anyone, but they're, they're selling your information and then you're getting ads based off of that. Or they're selling your trades. If you're, if you're in an app that's giving you a free trade, trust me, it's not free. They're selling that order flow to hyper trade, uh, hyperactive traders where they're trading in front of you. You might not care because you're saying, oh, well, it's good. I don't have to pay $7 for this trade, but the information is being sold and, and you know, data is king right now. So you got to be careful of what you use. But our system doesn't do anything like that. Wealth Compass is basically meant as a hybrid solution because I see the future of financial planning being not just a full online uh, system where you don't have any interaction with a, a human advisor. But a hybrid solution where you have the, the benefits of having an individual, a human, as well as the tools and technology uh, to give you that pr- amazing experience. Because I love, I love apps. I, I'm a big tech guy and I love all these things. So I want to be able to just check my phone or go online and say, hey, I'm on, am I on track to reach my goal? How did things perform? What's going on? What are the next goals we're working on with our advisor for the next three months and so forth? Uh, so being able to marry those two things is the way of the future. Yeah, I, I really I think that, that is I think that that's an accurate statement for sure. Take advantage of a lot of the the good things that technology has provided and it's driven down costs in a lot of different areas, but also be cognizant of what is it that 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 you're really wanting and really what is it that you're getting because. I mean, your 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 financial priorities could be that you want to pay extra money and get a tutor for your kids, or you want somebody to come and, and help you with your yard work so it frees up your time. Well, I also think that just because something's free doesn't mean that you're getting what you want. So the value of an advisor could be something as simple as somebody to bounce ideas off of if you're panicking with the market and stopping you from making bad decisions and holding you accountable. But it could also be... You know, they're actually helping me to start changing my behaviors and start saving and, and, and get out of debt. So right. I rambled on a little bit there, but what are your thoughts on that? No, no, that's totally true because a lot of times, nine times out of 10, the stuff that we're talking about with our clients 
are not the typical things that you're going to get answered on your or in your robo account, you know, with a robo advisor. Those things are not meant to sit there and figure out your specific situation and tell you, hey, you know what, maybe it's not the best idea to leave your estate to your child uh, that has uh, some drug issues or or work with a scenario where you're trying to figure out if for your retirement account, is it best to switch it over to this type of a platform or that type of a platform? Or you have a business and you're trying to figure out what's the best benefits to give to your, cl- uh, to your employees. Th- those online solutions are not meant, at least at this point, to be able to answer those types of things. And as maybe as AI gets a little bit better and better, it'll help direct you in the general area. But you're going to need more specific guidance and you're going to need wisdom. You know, you can't Google wisdom, obviously. So that's one of the things that's going to be key in working with a human advisor and having that. uh, And and they're going to be able to give you some solutions and help guide you in the right area. Uh, So it's just just think about that, because when you come into an office and you're working with an advisor, the questions you're going to have are going to be specific to you. And there's other solutions as well that are out there right now where you're starting to see some of these firms that are saying we have a bunch of financial planners on staff and you can contact us and talk to someone. And that might be a good and dandy for the general public. But if you want someone to know your specific situation and know about you, your kids, your wife, your family, whatever it may be, your husband, uh, and, and, and be able to give you guidance based on your specific estate and your life, you're going to want to deal with someone on a one-on-one basis as opposed to calling an 800 number and every time you call in, you talk to someone else and they really don't know anything about you but maybe some notes that are uh, you know, on a CRM from a, another advisor you talked to a month ago. So just, just keep that in mind. Uh, but investing is, the, is not the only thing that you're going to be talking about with the advisor. There's a lot more going on in your life. No doubt. I think that, yeah, in, in, in all the talk about financial technology, it is so investment focused, but a financial plan goes way beyond just that. So I appreciate that. Right. Well, Alex, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? So a couple of things here. We want to make sure that you get organized. We talked about this looking at some free online tools and other things that can help you put your whole financial uh, life together. Draw up a financial plan, work with an advisor, create a budget, and get expert help to launch your estate plan. Well, I think that is great stuff that definitely gets Come on. Come on. Alex, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? So a couple of different places. You can find me on Twitter. Uh, I'm basically at Alex Chalakian. And you can find me also online. Uh, Lake Avenue Financial's website is lakeavefinancial.com. And for your listeners, George, one of the things I want to do is be able to allow them to have free access to financial planning tools. If they go to wealthcompassonline.com, they can go in there and be able to access the same thing as our clients do. Nice. Very nice. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Alex your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Follow him on Twitter. 
go to the website and go to Wealth Compass as well, and I'll list all those in the notes of the show. Thank you again, Alex. My pleasure. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. What's up, Savage Nation? Please support the show by subscribing, leave us a review, and definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it. Come on!